Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Rogue AI podcast, episode number 21. I am your host, Wildebeest, and I'm joined today by my homeboy, Crazy. What's up, y'all? Hope y'all doing well. Yep. We are back for episode 21 21. for the second time. We were planning (laughs) to post an episode last week, but OBS decided to go rogue on us, uh, pun intended and uh destroy my audio settings so last week's recording was rap with uh terrible audio on my end as well as not getting crazy's audio whatsoever and i was heartbroken when i went into the editor and opened that up i was like really really angry <laughs> yeah well will told me about it and i was like oh shit because not only did i lose a uh, two-hour podcast session but I also lost like 14 hours of actually funny content to use as well. That was like the entire uh, stream where, where we were play, where we were like RPing as uh, wild west sheriffs in Fortnite, <laughs> which was a very fucking funny stream. You still got your vibe. If you've uh, yeah, kept it. Yeah. Um, that all my entire uh, Tarkov stream from when I reset the account and was going around asking people for lamps. Uh, we lost that. Fucking rest yeah. in peace to uh, the first three levels of Lamp Enjoyer. <laughs> and the juicy fucking customs raid that I came out with uh, a bunch of good stuff in. And then I also lost a. Uh, good chunk of the uh, phasmophobia footage from our uh, col- from my collaboration with uh, Cornish yeah. I played uh, some phasmophobia with Cornish uh, with uh, the Cornish Games Not crew and had a lot of fun and then crazy and I jumped into some jack bo- Jackbox party pack yeah. and the memes That's were just yeah the memes were everywhere if y'all have not watched that video of Cornish uploading yeah. that, go go watch it. It's so funny. Yeah. We're gonna drop the link for that in the description below for Cornish's uh, coll- the video of Cornish's collaboration with us. That was a fantastic uh, bit. There, we're featured in about the uh, first two thirds or so of the video mm-hmm. because we had to uh, do a do a interview that day, and. Mm-hmm. That aside, we are finally back for episode 21, and uh, we're going to drop some updates on the uh, the Rogue AI Unleashed uh, part. We're going to go ahead and uh, announce that we've officially parted ways with Crook, our former esports director, Tiny Rick, uh, former community manager, and uh, King JBG, and Bez. And basically... Basically, we had a lot of uh, creative differences with Crook. We didn't, like, Crook and Raptor Crazy and I didn't have the same vision yeah. in mind. Like, Crook was just kind of uh, on his own as far as his vision went, and it wasn't really where the rest of us wanted to be. And we decided to uh, part ways with him. We do wish him the best of luck as well as... Uh, Rick, uh, Johnny, and Bez. We wish them all the best of luck. Uh, Johnny and Bez decided to go with Crook to wherever they may go in the future. I'm not exactly sure. But I wish them all the best of luck. And really, uh, the 
feelings aren't too uh, harsh from my end yeah, towards true. them. I really do wish them the best of luck, but I've got a ship that I want to run, and I have a way I want to run it. Yeah, we, just, we had we at had the kids. end of the day. That's yeah. what it all came down to. This is a uh, business. This is our brand that we're talking about here. Yeah, Will and I didn't really see eye to eye with Crux, so we just decided it. We decided. I think it was to best. Be it best. was best to to part ways, and it just yeah. <laughs> Mostly yeah. it. It's yeah, we just want to drop that little announcement <clears throat> and uh as and to also state that uh as of right now we are not currently uh looking to compete in call of duty at least until we get uh some other things up and running looking to uh do more on the content side of things which again we jump no. full speed back into uh esports but because currently, we still have our we still have our Apex team competing on a weekly basis. Uh, Redwood and Brooke, they're still putting the they're still fighting the good fight and uh, going into Z League tournaments with uh, their guns and cocks out. Basically, <laughs> uh, Brooke's gotten into streaming as well. So do drop him a follow on Twitch. Uh, that'll be uh, Twitch.tv slash Brooke Bros. Uh, B-R-O-O-K-B-R-O-U-S. Please go and give him a follow as well. He's getting started with the uh, Twitch grind, and it'll be great to get him up to 50 and help him get on his way to affiliate. We'll give him a follow. So do that that love. Yeah, yeah, do go show him that Rogue AI family love. That's what we want to see. But enough about uh, boring also, one, news. One more thing. One more thing. One more yeah. thing. Uh, we, as as well said, we are looking for content creators. We, yes. And in, in our in our Twitter, and our pin our pin tweet is a content creation form. If y'all, if anyone wants to join and become a content creator, just fill that out. It's super simple and easy. It just has like three questions, and that's it. And either Will or I will reach out, and we can set up an, an interview. And go from there. And really, not even if you're uh, interested in joining, if you want to know more about what we do yeah, and cool. see if it's a good fit for you, uh, yeah, just uh, shoot a shoot an application through that form, and we will reach out and uh, answer any questions you have. Yeah. Like, we are not afraid to jump in, boom energy and all, and explain what we're all about. <laughs> Like, that's what I love. Like, I've, I've noticed this as long as uh, we've been doing the uh, the org thing mm. that I have really jumped into a lot of interactions with fucking wild energy. <laughs> and it, it garners a lot of uh, it garners a lot of uh, respect, but it also uh, scares some people away. Yeah, but it's, right. it's like a 50 50. So I usually it's have right. crazy reach out to yeah. them first, and then when they get into the call, like, here comes me with the fucking wild energy. Like, what's up? It's like, it's like fucking yin and yang. I'm the calm collective one, and you're the chaotic one. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> But yeah, we want to get those pieces of uh, news out of the way. And to this morning, before uh, obviously before the show, we went on the Rogue Out Unleashed account and we posted, "Hey, we're about to sit down and record twenty one episode twenty one of the podcast today. 
We're going to be covering some gaming news this week. We've got quite a lot, but we'd like to field some questions from uh, everyone out there on Twitter. And we got some questions this time. We got some, we got some uh, questions submitted via Twitter for the first time on the podcast here. And yeah, I'm kind of excited to uh, jump into some of these. Which are you going to say? We're, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna just uh, curate the uh, order of the questions based on how okay. easy they are to answer. Mm. And the first and the first one <laughs> from Redwood reads, "How do you guys feel about cat girls?" And <laughs> all I can say about that one is that cat girls cure depression. Yep. It won't change my mind about that. Cat girls, cat girls cure, cure depression. depression. They do indeed. And that's all really, really fucking yeah that, that's all that's all there that's that how is, we feel about it. that's all that we uh, that's all that needs to be said about cat girls. yeah exactly ooh woo and such <laughs> 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 but yeah, okay, and uh we also had a, a question from uh asgard from catchflot asking would we be willing to do an org v- versus org stream for charity and that is a yes. If it's coordinated correct, really, yes. if it's coordinated correctly, I'd love to oh, jump into something like yes. that. Yes, and especially sh- something like something as good as charity. That that yes, one hundred percent yes. If it's coordinated charity correctly, is, yeah, yeah, charity is always a W to you know do stuff for. I'm not yeah, in it to. You know, I'm not in it to primarily to make money in the first place, and putting you know get putting our. Uh, Getting our footprint in the uh, sand, so to speak, as I've far always, as like as far as our impact here would be great. You know, something greater than ourselves. Charity. I've always wanted to do something for charity or like help in some way, and I think this is a great way to do it. And a uh, great idea I had this morning when I saw the question was yeah, like Fall, so, Fall Guys. Since great. since we're gonna be talking about Fall Guys later. 2v2 like bracket style tournament, and you would basically have it like the call of duty kill races where like you know the two teams playing against each other will duo up mm-hmm. together and everyone gets in a lobby together that you know the two teams and yeah. they play in the same lobby and the objective would either be to get the highest like up placement for one of your guys or have the highest average placement yeah. for both I feel like that would be very interesting. And then the tiebreaker would be obviously the highest placement gained overall if it was like the same average placement. Like say somebody got first and someone got ninth, your average placement would be like four and a half. Yeah. And say you got the same four and a half average placement from somebody getting second and seventh, like eighth or something. Or, you know, something like the same average placement from two different placements, basically. Yeah. The, like the, you know, the tiebreaker for that would be who got the highest placement overall. But there's a lot to, you know, there's a lot of ideas to float around for that. And I would always be down, down to do that. That sounds like fantastic no. content. You know, if you get a cast, like a decent cast involved and get creators, like get content creators in for it, it sounds like a fantastic idea. I'd love to host a tournament like that. 
Yeah. Like, so, so, not so, like not like nice. a super serious like esports uh, deal, no, no, no. you know. Just like content no. creators no. coming together for a good cause. Everybody's having yeah. fun. That's the best. Honestly, that's a good, yeah. Honestly, it, so the answer to your question, Asgard, is yes. Yes, we yes. love to, and uh, we'll have to reach out to uh, Band and Jacob, the owners of uh, Catchfly, to see if they want to, you know, do something mm-hmm. with that idea. And and now to get into the uh, spicier two questions, uh, Redwood submitted two this uh, this time, and his other question was, "How do we feel about Apex Season 13? And uh, overall, I don't enjoy the user experience in Apex Legends anymore, but I do have some observations to share about Season 13. That's all I've got to say. I did and play a couple of things I liked about the new season. I like the fact that the Spitfire is back on the ground, and I'm not a fan of the fact that they didn't ramp the bu- the nerfs back up to where they were before. But mm-hmm. I do like that the Spitfire is off the uh, care package, and that the Mastiff is back to its former uh, four shot one you know one tapping everybody glory. Basically, I am glad to see that it's uh, fun. Yeah, I. For me, it's, I, I can't really talk about a lot since I just played like a few matches, but uh, I really like the, I, I guess the, the way they're changing rank is really nice. They're actually fixing it now. Yeah, like the, the ranked overhaul is a huge improvement over the mm-hmm. old system. Instead of like capping kill points, they have uh, like a team system. So that you gain, you know, you gain RP for your teammates getting kills and all mm. that stuff. It promotes team play a lot better than the old system. And mm. the caps are higher for like earnings, earning RP. But you also have like higher, you know, you also have higher costs to entry for the lower ranks. And then the top end of the system basically stays the same. They've added a new rookie tier below bronze. And they've like, like I've said, they scaled the uh, costs up for the lower ends. So it's going to be harder to climb in a way. But like tier demotion is also a thing as well. So you can demote from like platinum to gold now as well. I feel like that's the, I feel like that's the biggest change. And I feel like that's the one I'm the most welcome to. You shouldn't be allowed to get hard stuck at like 10,000 RP in Masters griefing mm-hmm. all of the Predator tier players or griefing everyone else in the lobby because you know you can't lose that badge. I feel like that was one of the dumbest fucking things from right. Apex ranked in the past watching it. Like you would see people do the most like brain dead stuff because they have 10,000 points and they can go for the most brain dead strats to try to win a fight early and snowball and get a really good game going. But now people are going to have to uh, actually play with their brains in the mm-hmm. higher ranks there. Once they, once they get to, once they get to that threshold, they're going to have to uh, start playing smart. And not, you know, go in ooga booga, land on a <laughs> chest with someone, 
but people are still going to play that way. It's going to take people a bit to get used to the new changes, of mm-hmm. course. Um, a couple of meta shifts that I've, I've also noticed that I really, really like are the Kraber being... Uh, the Kraber's da- the Kraber's like damage has been changed in a way to where it is possible if you have like the most armor and stuff crazy like the mm-hmm. gold like the gold helmet and the red armor to yeah. tank a headshot from a Kraber now. Oh wow. Uh according to Redwood, I'm not 100% on that. <laughs> I don't own, I don't play the game. I I I just played a few matches. I I can't talk about the new fucking uh legend because yeah. I have I didn't play him. Yeah. From yeah. what I've from what I've seen and what I've heard, uh Newcastle is moderately well balanced. Uh he's not broken in either like direction. It looks like he counters Maggie a lot with her. And Maggie is supposed to be a counter to him. That's what everyone's oh, been uh yeah. gassing about for the past like week or two. But it's like it's like you know, it's cool though. It's, it's the the cool. world building is eh. I feel like they could have done so much better than just add one dinosaur to Stone Point. I feel like the new IMC armories are kind of broken. I've seen, you know, people like people who are really uh getting the best loot out of there. That's fun. But I feel for Stormpoint, they could have changed it a little more. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I feel that's like they could have yeah, they could have uh added a new PO they could have added a new POI Ooh. or replaced an old one or done something of the like. And I'm excited to see like what they do for the mid season event. Like whose uh heirloom are we getting? According to the uh according to the game, uh Valkyrie is supposed to get hers next. I'm kind of not a fan of that decision. I feel Loba would be more more like appealing for for mm-hmm. respawn to go for, but they can do them. I don't really I don't I couldn't really care. Because I'm never getting heirlooms anyway, and <laughs> some of the meta changes I was like wanting to get to is the new replicator crafting system for uh, guns. They've removed the flatline and the longbow. They're back on the floor. The rampage and the R three hundred one are now in the replicators. No, not the three hundred one. Wait, why am I even? the two most annoying guns to fight against at, at range mm-hmm. or at medium to long mm-hmm. range are now in the replicators and mm-hmm. harder to access like they're still going to be out there you st- you're going to mm-hmm. see everyone and their mom landing on a replicator to get an r one yeah. but yeah. I feel like the flatline and the longbow were always planned to be a like test for this like yeah that makes I sense. Like, yeah, I always felt like they were like a test for the R three hundred one and the Rampage because let, let's face it, the Rampage is broken so many, the broken yeah. the game so many times that yeah. the only options they really had were this and toss it in the package, pull the Spitfire out, which was something that I was taught, saying for two seasons straight, and mm. it's it's something. They've got the uh, R301 back in the... Yeah, they got the R301 in the replicator now. They've got the Rampage in there as well. And Longbow and Flatliner on the ground. The Spitfire is back on the ground. The ability to 
put barrel mods on has been uh, removed. You can't put a barrel mod on a Spitfire anymore, but the damage is still there. The recoil is still very manageable. Uh, have fun ripping entire squads with a Spitfire, folks. That's all I've got to say. The Spitty season. The shotgun meta is a little. Uh, it's going to be a little uh, dicey as well with the met. It's going to be the same, basically. The Peacekeeper and the uh, mm. Eva are going to be your main choices yeah. now. The Mastiff is no longer on the ground. It's on the care package since the Spitfire was pulled. Dang. But I'd say it's it's pretty... Uh, I, I guess it's a new revolutionary think- season. You know, the rank system mm. reset is gonna be like the big big pull of the new season like that's the big pull but i'm hoping they do something nice with the uh town takeover event midway through the season they kind of slacked on that last season they didn't do a uh, town takeover whatsoever i was hoping they would they would really do one but we were uh we were not we didn't see one last season, I believe. Or not a good one anyway. And now it's time for them to do an actual town takeover where they, you know, just like nuke one of the old POIs off of the maps and mm-hmm. do one after a legend. Because if you remember two seasons ago they added Big Mod, which was uh Ramparts. Was Ramparts um, uh POI. Yeah. Back in season season eleven, I believe. Yeah, I think it was eleven. Yeah, they added Ramparts uh, Town Takeover, and it was that was pretty su- that was pretty sweet. But last season, I don't believe there was a Town Takeover. They kind of slacked on content there. Question mark. But the season <laughs> comic last season was, uh, you know, it was a nice touch. They had, you know, they played with the uh, dynamic of Lifeline and Octane's friendship, as well as Octane's relationship with his father. But the uh, plot twist of the season, spoiler alert, spoiler alert right here, if you didn't catch up, is that uh, the person that they think is Octane's father is Octane's father is not Octane's father. Octane's real father died, and. The uh, person masquerading as Octane's father is actually Octane's grandfather. Being oh. kept young by the same uh, stem drug that Octane injects in his skin. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah that, that was a wild twist. And he basically militarized the uh, Frontier Corps, which was like the whole organization Lifeline was like raising money for. Mm. He's basically... Like took them over and militarized them and put Lifeline's mother in charge of them and you know Lifeline's parents are like bad guys in the uh, Apex universe Mm -hmm. but his grand goal is uh, with that is to use that military to uh, take over the uh, syndicate who runs the Apex games Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see what kind of lore they pull out with the season wow and going forward that's crazy. like the big pull for Apex is, yeah like the, the lore and the world building that respawn has yeah. uh, done here has been fantastic i hope they continue to do that that's something i'm hoping for as the season progresses but as you guys know i'm uh 
Uh, I have a uh, habit of uh, uninstall, like rage uninstalling the game <laughs> on a regular basis, and I can't play the game. I'm not picking it up again for a while, an actual while. Yeah, I I, I deleted it for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and I told Crazy I, I approve of this decision because Dragon I'm Ball Z enjoying, Kakarot is I'm, fun. I'm enjoying Dragon Ball Z Kakarot actually. Yeah. Raptor owns Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I remember when he streamed it, it looked fun. And also watching you play as well. But any other, any other closing thoughts for Apex though, Crazy? I think they, they, what they can, what they can do with the lore is drop POIs and have it in the lore as well. I could see them doing that. Like, like as you were talking about the whole uh, Octane's grandfather militarizing Frontier um, the frontier core they could make it a poi based on that as well but that's just one direction they could take but i'm actually more curious about the lore now than the actual game <laughs> yeah the overarching story of apex is the big uh pool that's what i want to know like i'm more interested in the uh lore you know the overarching story than i am playing the actual game but i, but I think response going in the right direction with putting the the rampage and the uh the 301 in the replicator I'm just least, uh, hoping. You know, I'm just hoping that one of their next moves is to uh, upgrade the servers. I know the servers run at like a laughably low tick rate, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll improve that. They yeah, also, those are those are our thoughts for uh, the new season of Apex, Apex Legends. They also dropped the mobile game today. Yes, yeah. Apex Legends dropped today, yeah. May seventeenth. Um. Yeah, and apparently there's a uh, new legend coming to Apex Mobile that won't be oh, on the, the uh, mainline Apex, the main Apex version, which is on consoles and PC. I forgot the legend's name. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I I did not pay attention. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I did not pay attention. <laughs> but those it's are our good. closing thoughts for Apex? Question mark. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. And our last question here. This was the. This is the one that. Uh, shout out to Necro. Gonna, uh, shout out to Necro for giving us a fantastic question here. You're each making know, a new man. game. What does it have, and what does it not have? Oh, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna let Crazy start on this one. Wait, because... Why do I have to start on this? I'm just going on the wheel here. I'm going. Right, so okay. So I told Will for the podcast. So you know what? I'm gonna talk about a Superman game because I'm a big superhero fan. And I think a uh, a game, a good game for a Superman would be like, what does it have? Obviously, it has fucking Superman. Earth would be the main planet, but have him travel to different planets as well, like Krypton, fucking uh, to to Apocalypse. Have him fight Dark Side. Have him fight Doomsday in another planet. Have him fight ver- these various villains that he has, and then. I think for the for the fucking uh the the way it no microtransactions obviously no co-op <laughs> no uh no way to like how do I say no gear stats anymore because I'm sick and tired of RPG gear stats. I I would love like a way to like I think a way to customize this character would be to add suits to add different suits from the various uh, alterations and from the movies from the. From the movies, from the comics, 
Uh, I would do it like Insomniac did with uh, Spider-Man PS4, where they would they it could change it like on the spot in game without going to the main menu. Like <clears throat> Rock City would did it with Arkham Knight. Uh, I would have um, I would have um, like essentially just travel to different planets and fight different enemies, but do it on a story base and have Brainiac. Not Brainiac is the main villain, but one of the main villain. Have Darkseid the main villain actually. I have Darkseid the main villain. He's pulling the strings. Uh, he's pulling the strings, and you go by planet by planet, just taking care of every enemy. Uh, and then uh, have him stay. Go on Earth whenever there's like an attack on Earth. Go to Earth. Uh, but I think that would be a good game. It would be fun. I, I'm not a dev, obviously, so there yeah. there would be a lot more work to be made see, making a more open world. But see, super like Superman is just a tough like. It really to make a game for though. It really is. Yeah, he's too OP. He's OP as fuck. That's why I'm saying like make him not stay in one place on like, Earth. Make I can him- see like if they do a like special storyline like uh, where someone's like able to mass produce uh, crypt like kryptonite or something. Yeah. On like a level where like the base like mob, you know, the base like mobs or ads or whatever in the game are able to weaken you yeah. with like whatever devices and you could have you would have to play around that would be that's kind right. of like dope i feel like that's why I, dope. Would, I would do that's why i would make the main villain See, like, yeah the plot is team. gonna be like the plot will define how like the gameplay goes as well with oh, yeah, Superman so, game. So i i never i don't think about it i didn't think about it. i'm doing this literally on the fly <laughs> Crazy didn't have an idea ready. Like I have I an idea ready. So I think the plot would be like Dark Side. Oh God, <laughs> Dark Side is threatening to destroy the universe, and he's he's trying he's ki- he's kidnapping every single planet and using it as a as a way to uh as a way to um kind of react superman have mobs have like kryptonite armor and he's collaborated yeah. with lex luther to mass produce yeah. uh kryptonite. Kryptonite. yeah yeah there we go <laughs> and, and and the last planet superman would go to his apocalypse obviously but he would fight doomsday before he fights dark side but does it have a cameo from any of the uh justice league i would have batman as a cameo but only like like on the screen or, or talking to Superman. Ooh, you, you know what'd be nice for that? Instead of having Batman as the uh, cameo, make it Alfred. Oh, oh, Alfred, Batman. Yeah. Like where Alfred <laughs> gives him some like base wisdom. Here you go, sir. Like some hey, like man. some like really high, like high value intel. Yeah, that that would be. Or like Alfred mm-hmm. goes in and like make gives some really high value intel on the whole uh, mass or, production of kryptonite, actually, like how actually, they're synthesizing it. What did I think of this? What about a Green Arrow game? I just thought about this in the style of Rock City, and, and just have a fucking Green Arrow game as well. I, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what All is right. what is yours. So. The game idea I had, this was one I literally uh, pitched to Redwood, Brooke, and Raptor while I was in Discord with them the other day, waiting for, uh, we were just shooting the shit, basically. And this is my idea for a game. So, you know, I'm a big FPS guy. 
Uh-huh. And my idea is like a modernistic shooter, maybe set about 20, 30 years in the future from now. So you're still going to have your modern weapons and uh-huh. a couple of more futuristic ones. But yeah, everyone's going to say, yeah, but that's been done before. But you know what hasn't been done before? A game model where instead of being bad like COD and focusing mostly <laughs> on like grinding guns and attachments by playing the game, uh-huh. your like your characters, uh, everyone's characters are going to start with like the same stats, like stat levels. And you're going to have like that RPG element of having uh, skills. and you level the skills by playing the game so your character levels based on your play style Uh excuse me like your character is gonna level up based on their play style on your play style and you have a reason to go into the game and grind and there's gonna be and the seasons will reset so you're gonna have like a WAP just like uh, Tarkov are are you trying to base it like Tarkov? Not Tarkov, but it's gonna be like you know, it's gonna be like it's gonna how be like, would, how it's gonna how be like casual style games like COD or Battlefield or oh, uh, okay. whatever. But you're gonna have those RPG elements of uh, having your character have skills. They earn money at the end of the game based on how they you know how they how you perform in game. Mm-hmm. And the lore of the game is going to be centered around, uh, you know, like countries going to war and stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. So you can pick, you can literally pick your country. Okay. Like it's going to be like World War Three, you know, okay. like for real. It's going to be like the lore of the game, the story is going to be like World War Three for real. But the big kick is that they've invented a like every like the world governments have all invented their own way to uh respawn people like if you've noticed like how apex plays around with the idea of the legends respawning and being able to kill each other repeatedly Mm -hmm. and your player character is going to be like an elite soldier you know that's been like that's been no not like master chief but you know like a soldier that's been you know trained really really well Mm-hmm. And your soldier is sent into battle to die over and over again for their country, practically. And it's gonna be—I feel like it would be cool. You know, you can buy like you earn the in-game currency by playing the game and performing well, and you use that in-game currency to upgrade your gear, uh, buy new weapons, uh, put attachments on your weapons, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then your monetization model lies purely around like the game costing something stupidly low, like ten dollars, not sixty, not a sixty dollar game, but a ten dollar game. But you have all kinds of fucking swag ass customization shit that you can do for your characters. You know, you got all the cosmetics and shit. Got weapon charms, uh, customizations, uh, you know, customization stuff, emotes, uh, special voice clips. If you want your character to say something like from a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can do that. And then you also have a third monetization option of uh, set like a subscription service 
that gives you access to the ability to create private server, private lobbies and private servers. Ooh, actually be so nice. you, so you're like, so you're basically charging a subscription for private server hosting, private lobby hosting, instead of, uh, only the people with clout get in, you know, like, uh, how all these mm-hmm. companies do, yeah. you know, COD, you can build COD, I think you can build uh custom lobbies pretty simply already. For free, but like Apex, uh, you have to be partnered with EA Fortnite. You have to have the creator code, which is over a thousand followers on socials. Yep. But just imagine charging ten dollars a month to run your uh, turn, like you know, do your private lobbies. It's a way to feed money into the uh, game that developers haven't seen yet. Uh, uh, and if I start this trend, I'm really sorry, guys, if shitty games start pulling this trend. <laughs> but ideally, this game would be polished and balanced, you know, oh, yeah. enough to be fun. You got well, replayability. Well, you got replayability because you're leveling your skills and getting your in-game money to buy new stuff to fuck around with. Like before, you know, you, you're buying the new, you know, you're buying stuff to fuck around with. You're leveling your skills. There's a reason to play the game besides just playing the game. It's there, you know, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and here's sure. the here's the last part that I really like the most. There is no skill based matchmaking in the general oh, sense. Fuck. Your skill-based matchmaking is not based on kill-death ratios or fucking KDAs or games played or your player level or whatever. So basically, your skill-based matchmaking is going to be, okay, your characters leveled your skills like this. You have a score. You have an overall score for your character, like an overall rating. From like a fucking Madden or 2K game, basically, because that's how it's going to be when you level your skills. And that is going to be. That's going to be your skill based matchmaking. So if your guy's got like the cumulative total of 68 and the other guy has the cumulative total of 68, you guys are going to be fighting against each other. Or something like that. That's the cool Ooh. part. That's what I found something, you know, to be more fun. Ooh, that's actually a really good idea. See, I, and I, that I, way, I, every I, game is I, a, that game's, every game's a more like refreshing experience. Yeah. Because if you like the game and you're having fun, you know, you're going to have games where you get your ass kicked because the other person's like more skilled than you. But then, you know, you'll probably be throwing a cur- you, you have a chance to be throwing a curveball the next game by playing against somebody that doesn't know how to fucking aim or doesn't know positioning. And that's going to be the beauty of it. The casual okay. game, it's going to be fun for casual gamers and like grinders. Like, mm-hmm. just imagine a game that's fun for crazy. every type of FPS player. Man, that, that, would make, that would make Twitter peaceful. And uh, <laughs> AAA devs, if you're listening to the podcast and you take this idea and make it, I want to be an ambassador for the game. And 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 if you're and I want and I want a swag pack sent to me, Crazy and Raptor. Let's go. You can use the idea for that. 
for the cost of uh, three swag packs and making me an ambassador, <laughs> like a, like a like a partnered content creator, basically. That's all. That's all I'm asking in royalties. There are no. I don't want royalties or like a cut, like a like a percentage of the equity in the game. I just want three swag packs and the ability to stream content, make content of it while it's in alpha and beta. That's all I want. Like that type of game would be fucking amazing. Fucking great. Just imagine a modernistic but slightly in the future shooter. You've got all your modern weapons that you love. Classics from the past where you can include no. an entire assortment of weapons from the past. No skill based matchmaking. No traditional skill based matchmaking. So you're not fighting somebody because you know you know you're not playing against the team because you have the same average KD. You're fighting against someone because their in-game characters' mm-hmm. skills are leveled to the same overall level as yours. Okay. Like that—that mm-hmm. that is the big part that I love the most. But the monetization yeah. model okay. too is the same traditional. But if you charge like ten dollars for the game. You you know, you're going to have players investing in the game that kind of like walls off cheaters a little bit. Because, yeah. you know, if they get banned for cheating, like a hardware banned for cheating, like, sure, they could try to make, you know, get in and make another account. But guess what? You got to give me ten dollars, motherfuckers. <laughs> Suck my cock. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh-huh. like, it's like that. Give me ten dollars and you can you, Next you, know, you can get banned again, bitch. That's why you see why all these free to play games are a lot of fucking cheaters come back because it's fucking free. Yeah, that's the you know that's the uh, that's the reason you'd make it like ten dollars instead of just no, making it free bad. because you know you got the investment that does you know every the, fucking time you you get banned you come back you have to pay fucking ten bucks for it and then Fuck. get banned again like just imagine yeah <laughs> and. There's just so many, and there's so much more you can do with that base. That's just a base of ideas. Like, that's not even the full game. Even though it sounds like a full game, that's just the base. You can really run with the shit. You can make a cinematic campaign based on what I said. Make sure. But, like, the whole, like, story of the game is, is it's World War Three for real. Every country in the world's fighting against each other. God. There are no more, like, the, the lore is, like, there are no more nukes because all the nuclear energy is used to run the respawners. Ooh. Because respawning's available for, like, every human being. So, like, if you don't die of, like, a natural cause, like cancer or something, you can be brought back. Until you die naturally of, like, old age or cancer or disease or something, you know, that's the whole gist. I knew Will's game was going to sound way better than mine because he's already had this idea. And I was planning discussing this on the podcast already, I but just, since we got the questions wanna, here, we might as well. I was like, we I might as well dive fun. into it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll do it for me. Yeah, that actually sounds really good. Yeah, but thank you, uh, thank you for the uh, question, though, Necro. You, you gave me Chats, a uh, reason. You gave me an excuse to shovel that uh, idea in. And thank you for the question, y'all. We appreciate it. And yes, thank you all for the questions. 
They were fantastic questions. I loved every one of these questions we've answered, and I hope we get more next week when we go to record. This is yeah. something I want to regularly do if I can. You're fucking great. Honestly. And now we can jump into some uh, the spicy news. news. Let's go. What do you want to start with, sir? Uh, figured we could start with uh, something that both of us are very excited for. Yesterday, Ooh. the Multiverses trailer dropped. Uh, if, if you guys aren't familiar, that's the uh, Warner Bros. Uh, Smash clone. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, that's basically what it is. 2D uh, fighter. A two, like a 2D platform fighter. Basically, fighter, like, yeah, basically like Smash Bros. So, so but like, with Warner Bros. Of, characters. Of, so you've got Brahalla, but for DC. But you've got like Smash Bros. So you've got like uh, Warner Brothers properties. So you've got like uh, DC. You've got uh, Looney Tunes. You've got like the old Hanna Barbera stuff. You've got Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. Network. And you also have, uh, I think, yeah, stuff like just all kinds of Warner properties. And the trailer went up. Uh, the first person you see in the trailer is Batman. He gets, uh, he, he's like, he's uh, on the computer, you know, he and Alfred are researching something. They find a weird energy signature. Batman gets teleported and he loses contact with Alfred and uh, his computer. And then Shaggy gets teleported in. Scared, Dude. jumps in Batman's arms, all scared and shit. And uh, then from there, we have other different people. And then from there, you see Arya Stark from Game of Thrones come in. The, that's like one that confused everyone. No one knew who she was mm-hmm. at first in the trailer. I had to look up the roster to even know. It's like Arya Stark and Bugs Bunny. Uh, fly in and um, they go to uh you know they start like they basically pick a fight with each other like batman and shaggy versus uh, Arya stark and bugs bunny and like it's like bro, it's like Arya stark love- shoots shaggy's sandwich out of his hand and shaggy goes ultra instinct in the in the trailer we love to see that, it he gets like the super man. saiyan aura his eyes glow fucking white with rage and he goes for the punch on Arya Stark, but he fucking punches Bugs Bunny. Uh, and now we can, it, now we can ask, how cannon. strong is Bugs Bunny? If he can <laughs> tank a hit from Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Oh, God. Is that Ultra Instinct? And, and not die. Like, how, yeah, that was Ultra that? Instinct Shaggy. So how strong is Bugs Bunny? Question mark. He took, that, he took that punch straight to the face. And I'm going to look up the uh, roster here, actually, so we get a full roster. We got Bucks Bunny, then from there. I love how they made Shaggy canon. That he is fucking. Yeah, Ultra Instinct Shaggy is now canon. We love to see it. So, the full roster here we've got Batman, Shaggy, uh, Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark. We've already uh, talked about those. You've got Taz and Harley Quinn. You've got Garnet from Steven Universe. You've got Jake from Adventure Time. You've also got Superman and Wonder Woman. You've got Steven Universe. Steven Universe. You've got Finn from Adventure Time. You've got Tom and Jerry. You've got Taz from the Looney Tunes. I think I've already said that. You've got Rain Dog. I don't know which property he's from. I can't remember off the top of my head. Velma from Scooby-Doo. You've also got Velma. 
And the most surprising entry of all and the most nostalgic for me also is the Iron Giant. I love the fact that the Iron Giant is in the roster. We love to see that he was teaming up with Superman in that trailer as well. So Crazy and I have uh, signed up to uh, get access for the alpha here, which starts on Thursday. Hopefully we both get in, because if we do, there's going to be an epic duel between Batman and Finn. (laughs) From Adventure Time. <laughs> I am going to put that work on your I'm, list with Finn Crazy. So, since you know how they had that, that close alpha for PC, it is cross platform, according to uh, Warner. Yeah, there was another one that was uh, NDA'd. I was approved for that one, but I, I didn't have a PC, so I didn't do anything. But I, I am approved for this next one, so I am going to be streaming it on the 19, and it's NDA free, so I'll be able to fucking stream it since it's on, it's on console. I'm hoping yeah. we'll get in. If I can get in, we'll both. It's cross-platform as well, according to Warner Brothers. So WB mm-hmm. Games, it's it's cross-platform for the we're gonna Alpha. Fucking, we're going to go against each other. And it's going to be Batman versus Finn. Oh, so I, I found a list here of leaked and rumored characters. Do you want me to just name out all of them? That yeah, I find interesting, at yeah, least? Yeah, allegedly, yeah. Go for it. So Ben 10. Uh, Fix It Felix, Fred Flintstone, Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, Fred Flintstone seems like a gimme. I see, I feel like Fred it's, Flintstone's definitely going to be in the game. Gandalf, Gizmo. This is this one's going to be this and is Gandalf, too. That one's going to be a big one because I forgot <laughs> Warner owns uh, Lord of the Rings. This one's interesting. Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla. Oh my god, I want Godzilla in the game so bad. Incredible Hulk, Johnny Bravo, Joker. Makes sense if Joker's in there because he's I don't feel like Hulk's not going to be in the game. I don't know why they put that there. Hulk's a Marvel. Yeah, Hulk is not going to be in the game. Disney will fucking uh, ass blast Warner Brothers over that one. King Kong. Kong? Yeah, I can see Kong. LeBron James? LeBron? Maybe from... uh, Maybe if if it's a... uh, I don't know. I feel like... I don't feel like LeBron's going to be in there from Space Jam. I feel like if anything, Bugs is gonna have a uh, like a callback to uh, Space Jam in one of his skins. Mad Max, I assume it's the guy from the fucking game. Uh, Morty makes sense. Naruto, what? Mad, Mad Max is you know the legendary movie franchise crazy yeah. about people murdering yeah. each other in cars in the post apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did the, the I played the game for it. Uh, uh, Morty would be Morty? interesting because I feel like Rick would be like. You know, everyone's like number one on that franchise to put in. Naruto, interesting. Uh, Neo, Raven. The, what, Neo from the Matrix. I I don't know. It just says Neo. It has to be. It has to be Neo from the Matrix. Yeah, I assume so. Then it has to be. Raven, Rick Sanchez. Raven from uh, oh, Rick and Raven from Teen Titans. Yeah. yeah, Raven from Teen Titans seems like one that might make it in. Scorpion, Sub Zero, Mortal I can Kombat see that. characters. I feel like Raiden would be the one that would make it. Anybody. It, the, the last one would be is uh, the last one is Wreck It Ralph. That, that's another Disney character. Fix It Felix and Wreck It mm-hmm. Ralph are also Disney characters, so you can't. I don't put know them why in. they put that. I don't know why they put that in the Lake Rumors characters. Yeah, yeah, but I feel I could see a case for all of the other ones. Besides LeBron, besides LeBron James and the Disney characters, I don't know. How to, I don't see Naruto being there. And yeah, Naruto obviously, but all of the others are uh, Warner properties though. 
So yeah, coming in. Yeah, those are the leaked rumors, by the way. The the ones I just listed, guys. So take that with a fucking grain of salt. Oh, we don't yeah. And jumping into some more gamer news. Yes. Yesterday there were uh, there were there are yeah. Yesterday there were rumors uh, leaked that three Silent Hill games will be coming out: a Silent Hill two remake by Bloober Team, a, which uh, in, cor- in correlation with Sony. Just want to put that out. And like yeah. offshoot Silent Hill game as well. And uh-huh. a new mainline Silent Hill game to come out, which will all are reportedly all uh, Sony exclusives. Uh-huh. Yep. I believe so, yeah. And which another makes- and another <laughs> rumor floating that Red Dead Redemption 2 is gonna get next gen next gen. Uh, and that Red Dead 1 will get a uh, remake slash remaster. Bro, I'm imagine, hoping, I'm hoping imagine. that Red Dead One actually gets a proper remaster, not an abortion like uh, the uh, <laughs> definitive trilogy, uh, the fucking Soldier Console edition. I assume it's more a remake than remaster because imagine Red Dead One and the Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two engine. Oh my god! Because they have be. the have if it's, if it's done right, right, yes. That's what that's what we said about the Grand Theft Auto trilogy oh, yeah. as well. If it's done if it right, does, it will right, be amazing. Yes. They, they better not fuck it up. If this is true, Rockstar, don't fuck this up, please. Please. Red Dead 1 is such an amazing game. Obviously, Red Dead Redemption 2 tops it for me because the, the, the main character, Arthur, said so much better than John. I'm going to get hate for that, but... <laughs> All right. I, those, are our, our, that's the ru- those are the rumors that are uh, floating around mm-hmm. in the gaming uh, industry, right? Those are the, the, the two rumors. So, uh, again... Take it with a grain of salt, y'all. We we don't know if this is true. Nothing's yeah. confirmed right now. But we will keep you updated if something is confirmed. Let's see, the Dead Space remake is slotted for remake. January 27th. That is very exciting. I'm going to buy that for my birthday since the 29th. Is literally yeah, the OG Dead Space games are pretty fucking goaded. That's yeah. all I've got to say. I, I honestly, I'm going to be honest, I never played any of them. So this re- I played the first, I played the first two. They were goaded. And uh, I know one that Crazy was is more passionate about than I is the Gotham Knights gameplay trailer release. <laughs> the and, Get Out Gotham Knights uh, gameplay. Yeah, go ahead and dive into that for us, so, Crazy. So uh, a few days ago, like a week ago, I think last week, uh, Warner Bros. and Warner Bros. Montreal dropped a demo for uh, Nightwing and Red Hood. Uh, gameplay demo for Nightwing and Red Hood, and they showed a little bit of gameplay. 13 minutes of gameplay between Red Hood and Nightwing. And uh, there's a lot of hate about the game. I My opinion is they put it as a work in progress. So I, I, I'm keeping an open mind on it. Uh, but th- there's two things that I really want to point out from this gameplay. The, the Red Hood... Oh, here we go. <laughs> Red I know, Hood. I, I know one of the things you're about to say. Red Hood wasn't that great. At least the person that was fucking playing as Red Hood was <laughs> yeah, not. Good. Yeah, this is what I thought. I'm crazy, sorry. What roasted, yeah, crazy roasted the presenter playing the game. Crazy said, the fuck this guy is that? not an elite gamer. He what, fucking one of us sucks at the game. Here, one of us, Montreal, listen to me. For, listen to me real quick. I the, the person that was playing your fucking game. 
They're not good. <laughs> they're not. Uh, Crazy's so, not the only person that shares this sentiment. I saw that all over Twitter the day that the uh, trailer the dropped. Playing the game, they're, they're not good. The, the, the whoever was showcasing your game was not good. They they really showed that that really impacted the way people's reaction to the game. The the second and and I think hey if y'all want someone to showcase your games. <clears throat> I'm a DM away on Twitter. <laughs> Anyways, the the other thing that I really wanted to talk about was the the whole controversy about Red Hood using mystical abilities to go around Gotham and Nightwing using a glider. Nightwing has used a glider in the comics, and Red Hood has had mystical abilities in the fucking comics. I I feel like that's a lot of nitpicking. And and people will have options to use the grapple hook if they want to. I believe that the dev said that there'll be various options for Trevor. I I don't understand why people are getting mad for two two things that that uh that are two two little elements of Trevor. Even have to. Yeah, as I didn't see as much blame on the uh, trailer on Twitter as I did on Reddit. And Reddit, this was on R slash gaming where I saw it. Crazy must be looped deeper into the uh, community there yeah, to I'm see more of it. But on R slash gaming, I was seeing the seething and coping from people uh, discussing the trailer on an R slash gaming thread. And it kind of uh, exacerbated why I'm not a big fan of uh, using Reddit to Reddit to discuss <laughs> stuff. Uh, I I I don't know why they nitpick that, and it also uh, ties into some more uh, interesting Reddit interactions that Crazy had had over the past oh, weekend. God. Yeah, the new, the new Evil Dead game came out last Friday, I believe. And Crazy went to good old r slash game sale to see if anyone was trying to offload their uh, copy of the game for whatever reason for cheaper than the uh, listed price to see if he could snag a deal on it, which is pretty typical if you want to snag a deal for whatever reason, you might as well go for it and try to see what you do. And and my God, the comments on Crazy's thread... Well, I, I two think of the most condescending does. fucking stupid answers possible yeah, I'm, I'm on gonna, these threads. I'm going to go ahead and like verbatim quote one off the top of my head. In, in like the, this, this kind of Reddit tone, which I'm guessing this guy must have been using. Like, like oh, I'm just curious. Uh, why are you trying to get the game for cheaper than the process listed for on the PlayStation point. store? It just <laughs> came out. Like, Bro. I called this fucking ass out. <laughs> I yeah, told him you like, could have yeah. just kept scrolling instead of commenting this. First, people give me shit for putting it around thirty because some guy, <laughs> some guy before him, fucking told me why do you yeah. have it? Around, why do you have the the listing as thirty? I'm like, I put it around fucking thirty. Why are you give me shit? And then and I, then I'm like, so first people give me shit for putting it around thirty. Now people are giving me shit for wanting to get it lower than forty. Yeah, I called his ass out, and he's like, he's like, relax, I wasn't giving you shit, I was generally curious. And I'm like, dude, you you literally were, and and I nah, love this. He back, I love- nah, he backpedaled, bro. Backpedaled, nah, he yeah. backpedaled. He came across as a condescending fucking uh, Reddit intellectual <laughs> in that Reddit. first comment, and he could not backpedal harder from that. 
Right, and just, I found it funny that the, when the mod came in and fucking banned him, uh, they banned both of them. Banned the laugh. first guy and the second and the <laughs> other guy that said the same snarky, condescending type bullshit. The Reddit, the mod banned both of them for being condescending dickheads, and it was just the funniest thing ever. I fucking found it hilarious. Yeah, it's such a fucking. <laughs> I was like, wow, Reddit is actually fucking wild. I mean, it's always been wild. I've known this. If you go to fucking r slash Gotham Knights, a lot of people are bitching about the game. I, I, Reddit is just chaotic. So Reddit, I've, I've always said this, Reddit is, will always be worse than Twitter when it comes to arguing. Now, imagine yeah, this is how Reddit, yeah. What I feel about Reddit is like 90% of the Redditors, like... <clears throat> All these people that talk in a condescending manner, like those two asshats that got banned from, you know, game sale for, discuss, you know, got being condescending to you. Mm. These people are like Hassan Parker, but they don't make money. That's how <laughs> I feel. Like, these guys are legitimately the fucking dumbest people I have seen on the internet. And I've seen some fucking brand deads on Twitter try to like talk it they're talking into a wall while talking to me because we're fucking sending like dancing raccoons as a response because they won't understand logic you might as well <laughs> use dancing raccoons <laughs> brings me back to that time that jazzy was, spam- yeah. was like repeatedly like this this dude was stun locked i guess he kept saying the exact same thing in response to one of my tweets our friend jazzy uh, good old jazzy was sending dancing raccoon gifts to the, in response to this dude. And this dude just kept like trying to elaborate on the same broken point, like a broken record. And Jazzy's just, <laughs> and Jazzy's just hitting him with the dancing raccoon over and over so again. Funny. And he doesn't get the hint that nobody cares. Yeah, so fucking funny. Like, oh. Yeah, man. Reddit, Reddit's really interesting. I... I can't believe people. I mean, I, I can't believe people are on the internet, and and yeah. some people complain about like, oh, why, like, oh, you can get butthurt because of what people say on the internet. I'm like, this is gonna be a little controversial, but like, ban block them, or or just know that it's the internet. This is how it's fucking gonna be, girl. Yeah, but yeah. Re- but Reddit though, what I don't like Reddit, is the pseudo intellectualism that that breeds in, in some people on Reddit. I'm not going to say Reddit's mm-hmm. terrible overall because Reddit's a fantastic place to see cool if, shit. If you, if you look in the, in the right direction. Like, okay, the right like direction. it's cool. Like you can see some really cool content on Reddit, right. but you can also run into some of the dumbest people you've ever seen on the internet <laughs> on that, on that, uh, on that app <laughs> or website, depending on uh, where, what platform where, you're using. Where, what platform and what community yeah, you you're can in. see some of the dumbest motherfuckers. It just gets, it's like, like I said, it's like, it's like uh, running into Hassan Parker in the wild, but he's not making a million dollars off of it. He, you know, it's just some, yeah. aver- it's just some average schmuck working in yeah. like a grocery store job, fucking coming through as a pseudo intellectual, <laughs> trying to prove yeah. that they're right. It, it can be cheap. God damn. It can be so fucking aggravating sometimes. But our next topic I want to jump into, this is a uh, topic we've discussed before at a, uh, at a 
albeit briefly or at length in other uh, pieces, which was the retro games market. Uh, the retro games market thing. We talked about Carl Jobs making the two videos that he made about uh, about the uh, retro games market and how uh, he believed that water games and heritage auctions were colluding to make create this bubble in the uh, retro games market where they could profit off of it, yeah. practically. Because you've got the you, you know you've got the grading company and the auction house colluding together, in, you know, le- according to Carl Jobs and uh, and uh, retro, uh, in particular Seth Abramson, Abramson. Uh, I'm sorry if I just butchered that in his article from last year alleging that Wada's co-founder was selling a significant volume of games graded by Wada Games through eBay. This was an article that came out last year alleging that co-founder of Wada, Mark Haspel, was selling a significant volume of Wada-graded games through eBay, and this goes against against the uh, statements of the president of Wada Games, uh, Dennis Kahn, and this goes against a uh, this is a co- huge conflict of interest if you're a business person because you're grading the games and that means you basically are like appraising the games for prices, right? You know yeah. these guys have been on Pawn Stars before. Yeah, you know when a bald when a bald fat guy calls you into his pawn shop to inspect an item, uh, you know, and it being a video game, this these were the guys they called uh, Water Games, and. A piece that, you know, this is a new break to the story. A class action lawsuit has been filed against Water Games and uh, over allegedly conspiring with Heritage Auctions to pump up the value of rare video games. Water and Heritage are both denying any wrongdoing in this instance. And what Water Games does is, like like I said, they assess the condition of uh, retro video games and assign their you know, a grading scale that they created. And then then they're sealed and appraised uh, value for uh, a potential uh, buyer. Yeah, so so think of it like what they do with Pokemon cards. Yes, it's it's practically the exact same as as the uh, trading card market. The exact same. This is with video games. And Heritage Auctions has been accused before of colluding with uh, those guys when, you know, when the companies, uh, when grading companies for trading cards would uh, do the same. They've been, they've been ran through these accusations before, according to Carl's uh, video. I would heavily recommend watching the two videos Carl Jobs has made about this. But the piece that really got to me from this article that really struck out to me was this uh, sentence right here. Between 2019 and the end of 2021, water graded games have sold through heritage auctions and broke the record for the most expensive video game ever sold six Six times times in a fucking row. Oh my God. 
Starting in February 2019, a copy of Super Mario Bros. sold for $100,150. In July 2020, Super Mario Bros. $100,000. $114,000. So a profit of $13,000 there. The same copy of Super Mario Bros. Not even the same. It's the Super Mario Bros. 3, actually. In November, it sells for $156,000. April 2021. It Super Mario Bros. jumps up from the price that it was in July of the previous year. Jumps up from one hundred fourteen thousand dollars to six hundred sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> Is that even the crazy? And one? July of twenty twenty one, The Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda for NES, sells for eight hundred seventy thousand dollars. And later in the same month, Super Mario sixty four shatters the fucking record book Wait. and sells for one and a half million dollars caused all of this speculation in the first place wait, wait 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 so it says the last record has since been broken by the two million sale of a water graded copy of super mario bros on the website rally and rally for those of you that don't know is a website that allows uh investors to take a uh percent mm-hmm. like a small stake in buying these video games so instead of paying two million dollars for a copy of super mario bros you can purchase a share of super mario bros for like five hundred dollars or something like that and say that this two million dollar sale that you invested five five hundred dollars in and you know it being worth two million dollars now at the five hundred dollar range if you sell that copy for three million dollars you'll make two hundred and fifty dollars allegedly or I uh, guess, but just, it's like, just, but it's like, it's like buying, it. it's like making stocks out of uh, these. It's like making a stock market out of these uh, retro video games. The the rally website, like, but I don't believe Rally is in cahoots with Wada and Heritage to do these. Like, imagine, just think about this though. Like November twenty twenty, Super Mario Bros. Well, no, July twenty twenty, Super Mario Bros. went for one thousand and fourteen. Hundred, right? Oh, 1,400. Yeah, right? <laughs> I can't do math. And then it skyrocketed to April 2021 to 660,000. Like a 5x like increase almost. I did a 14,000. I it almost nuts. There's a four, to, four and a half basically times increase of price here. That's crazy, crazy. dude. Yeah. Okay. Class, and then go on later in this article. The class action lawsuit alleges that Heritage and Water co- coordinated media appearances and press releases to drive up prices of games, with Heritage taking a cut of sales and Water mm-hmm. its fee for services being proportional to the estimated price. Estimated price. Wow. And then the article calls about the you know calls back to the Seth, Seth Abramson article that made the allegations last year. About uh, Mark Haspel selling a bunch of these water graded games through eBay. He is the co founder of the company. And that being a uh, conflict of interest for your uh, business. Oh, wow. Last December, a DOS copy of the original John Madden sold for an astonishing 25000 on eBay. Yeah, but the, the article cuts there because we have yet to see how this goes. This literally just uh, surfaced three days ago. 
the the article at least uh, on PC Gamer, and that was that is all about that piece. We've got some more uh, current game news, I guess. Yeah, all guys going free to play in June on the twenty first. It will launch uh, free on Epic Game Store when it comes when it releases Xbox and PlayStation stores. It will also be free gonna be getting in on that i'm gonna have some fun uh, so for all my pc players over there if you pre-register for the free version you can get some free items when the game comes out in the yeah game store Uh, i just wanted to point that out for people that want want yeah but fall guys 20 june 20 uh, 21st i freaking forgot there's gonna be a creative mode for fall guys that they tease on development but they teased it at the end of the live stream that's going to be crazy. And uh, another big one in the sports uh, gaming world, FIFA and EA have uh, officially split up. EA's uh, football, uh, football, a.k.a. soccer, games will no longer be referred to as uh, FIFA. They will be referred in another name. FIFA and EA could not reach a deal for the naming rights or the licensing rights to the FIFA name and the FIFA brand, but they still have uh, the rights to use a lot of the popular players mm-hmm. and leagues that these players play in, seeing as uh, FIFA organizes the World Cup every four years. So they still have a lot of right to a lot of the uh, soccer stuff, and they're only losing the uh, FIFA brand name. So that's going to be interesting to see uh, how EA respond, EA Sports responds to that. Uh, this change won't happen until June 2023. Yes. Yeah. It, like this year, we will still get a FIFA game, FIFA I believe, team. and then next year you won't get one. Uh, one that Crazy is going to be excited about, Dragon Ball Xenoverse <laughs> 2, a game he's been playing a lot on stream is going to have DLC this summer and Let's crazy go. has uh, revealed the next two playable characters to us. So it's going to be, so the first one is going to be obviously the UI sign Goku. So Ultra Instinct Goku. Yeah. Which is basically not, not, not mastered or Instinct, the one with the white hair, the one with the other one. Yeah. The, the one where he starts with in the fucking tournament of power. And yep. this one, the, the speeds are in the tournament of power, which is actually, I'm really excited for this now. Because if imagine we get some of Dispo's moves to use as our in our custom character, that'd be so cool. Yeah, um, and, and, and then, I, that's really excited. And then another, I might as well just jump to the other one, right? Uh, the other, uh, the other Dragon Ball news is Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the new movie that's coming out. It's coming out worldwide in August. Yeah. In, so uh, I am gonna go watch it in theaters in August. It's going to happen. Right I'm on. I'm a big Dragon Ball fan. I'm excited. And I heard Dragon Ball really crazy <laughs> in movie theaters. So I, I am excited to see what happens. It's coming out June 11th in Japan for all. In Japan, then in August, it's going to come out worldwide in other countries. Which and I'm excited. Let's see. Another piece of news that dropped yesterday was PlayStation and Ubisoft uh, coming together. With uh, Ubisoft Plus being added to PlayStation's premium subscriptions, yeah, and so then Sony- if you are a PS Plus uh, 
if you are a PS Plus member, you will get all the access to uh, Ubisoft Plus as well. Yeah, so with the new subscription that's coming out, uh, PlayStation Plus is three tiers, Essential, Extra, and Premium. So I believe uh, they, they dropped some of the games that, that are going to come out for the, the Extra and Premium catalogs. I'll just name a few here. Uh, Death Stranding, Days Gone, Demon Souls for first, first, first Party, God of War, The Two Infamous, First First Light, and Second Sun. The two Spider-Man games, Returnal, Shadow of the Colossus, the two, the last was remastered, and the DLC for it, Left Behind, the Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, The Lost Legacy, and the Thief Sense. So all the Uncharted games are yeah, all a bunch of amazing games that are uh, going to be added into uh, PS Plus. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, extra and premium for those yeah. are the PS4 catalog, and then for for classic games, I'm not going to name them because I really don't. Tekken 2 is going to be there for premium members. Jack, Jack 2 and 3. Yep. Jack X. Siren. A really good game there. And then Borderlands, Bioshock, the remastered version. Borderlands so Collection. Bulletstorm, full clip edition. That's a really fun game. And the Lego Harry Potter collection is going to be there as well. Nice. And I uh, believe Dead by Daylight announced today that they are adding Albert Wesker from uh, the Resident Evil games as a uh, killer to the game. That's going to be uh, very fun to see. Uh, and, they're also going to collab with Attack of Titan as well. Which I'm uh, and, interested in seeing, guys, uh, who, who the killer is going to be there. Yeah. Are they going to have like Aaron Yeager as the killer or... I saw some concept art. I don't know who that is. I'm not. <laughs> I don't watch Attack of Titan, so. Yeah, I'm wondering who they're gonna paint as the villain there, because you know that show covers a lot of uh, gray areas. You know, every yeah. character in the show has a uh, has a uh, story that you can sympathize with in some way or another. That that show tackles a lot of gray areas, like moral gray areas. And it's going to be interesting to see who they choose as the killer and who they choose as a survivor if they do that. If they add, add a survivor mm-hmm. from a so Titan. So Wesker's going to be the killer, right? For the new yeah. One. Oh, that's going to be interesting, actually, now. Because Wesker's very OP in the whole Resident Evil aspect. He can beat any of the Titans. And... What and and you know they don't have to add a new survivor to go with Wesker because I mm-hmm. believe uh, they already have a Resident Evil uh, survivor in the uh, game. Yeah, they have mistaken. Leon. They have Leon and Claire. No, yeah, no, Leon and Leon and Claire, I believe. Yeah. No, Le- Leon and Jill. Jill Valentine, I believe. Yeah. 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 Leon and Jill. Let's see, the I, next I piece know. that Crazy's got on the board here. Dying Light 2's DLC being delayed. Yep, delaying it, I believe, to 2023, which sucks. And I believe you said something else about uh, Techland as well earlier. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, yeah. So Techland is working on uh, a fantasy game. Uh, RPG fantasy game uh, in association with other companies so like uh, other dev companies so like uh like uh ubisoft other other studios and publishers i believe 
They're they're working on their uh uh RPG. Hold on, let, let me just look at it. So they're it's being led by the people that worked on The Witcher. So CD Project Red is gonna help them as well. Arcane this is gonna be worked out with by Arcane and CD Project Red. So you mean you mean like Fortiche, the animation studio that worked on Arcane? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Fortiche. Good old Fortiche. Fortiche. Yeah. And it's gonna be they wanna make they wanna make a new IP. They're no Dying Light too, but they said Dying Light, but they, they say they really wanna make a new IP. They're yeah. finally working on it. Since they, it took them so much a while because it started on twenty twenty Started last year, but they were focused on Dying Light 2. But now they've been working yeah, on it. Dying Light 2 is a fantastic game as well. I just can't wait to uh, beef my PC up uh, enough to play it because my graphics card is too weak for Dying Light 2 and Elden Ring. They did drop a concept art, which, which I'll show you later. But and speaking of Elden good, Ring, the uh, numbers have uh, come out that uh, Elden Ring sold over 13 million copies in its first month of uh, release, crazy. which is no surprise. Game also, of the, the, like, no surprise, Elden Ring is probably going to sweep at the Game Awards this year. 100%. Uh, the, another thing about Elden Ring, they were the top one in the PlayStation charts, uh, I believe, in April, uh, beating COD. Which I mean, COD has never really beaten in the PlayStation charts, anyways. Well, I mean, Vanguard right. is very uh, mid yeah, as Vanguard, far as COD yeah. goes. As far as COD games go, Vanguard is very mid. And mm-hmm. we can t- if we want to talk about COD, I can talk about the uh, leaks that came out for uh, Modern Warfare Two. I was going to mention that. Right, yeah, actually. yeah. I, I saw this via Optimus on YouTube. I watched Optimus's video talking about this. Well, we all know there's going to be a second iteration of Warzone coming out during the game's lifespan. There's yep. obviously the multiplayer stuff. They're going to bring back some of the old maps with some of the new. And, oh, that's wow. going to be, and I feel like that's going to be very uh, hit or miss as far as your uh, your map selection goes. That's going to be very mid for the new maps. I feel the new maps will be very mid. Yeah. And uh, as we've like heard before, this is a this is a rumor. This is a leak that we've heard before that they're going to include a mode that uh, tries to emulate Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, that, so that the mode been the something mod emulate is called the DMZ. That's what they're going to call it, the DMZ mode. Which uh, one of the rumors leaks leaks? We don't know if this is true. Uh, we'll we'll bring mark the marketplace with tradable items, so like Tarkov does. Yeah, where you I don't know if Tarkov I, I really don't. The do Tarkov they plan to ha- they're gonna be bringing their first in map trader, which is be which will be the lot keeper into Lighthouse with the new expansion. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what they're trying to do, if they're gonna try to have all of their traders like in raid, that would be kind of the in match. That would be kind of cool. But and if then, not, it'll I just believe, be the same as EFT is now, where the traders believe, are on the main menu. One more leak that I think I would talk. And then Bethesda so, Starfield was delayed to next year as well. Which uh, <clears throat> for all you, um, I mean, this is like an honest question, this is fans, but. What do y'all have this year? 
uh, in terms of actual games to play. This is not a dab. I just, I'm, I'm really curious, like what games do y'all have this year? Well, and <laughs> you already know my opinion on the console wars. No, 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 yeah, and that, like I said, it's not, it's not a dab. I, I, I'm just generally curious. I really so, want to know. Yeah, what... to reiterate for the listeners, my opinion on the whole console war is doesn't matter which side you pick as long as you agree yeah. that EA and Activision suck horse cock. <laughs> That's all I have to say. If yeah, you don't agree yeah. with me that EA and Activision suck horse cock, you are uh, you are a lost soul. I cannot my, save you. My opinion, my opinion uh, on the console is... I hope, uh, I hope you continue lapping up the mediocrity that comes out of... Uh, either of those studios don't believe the fucking, don't believe the fucking bullshit bullshit they feed and this is why i'm kind of skeptical of this new cod as well mm-hmm. i, I love modern warfare 2 i hope they do justice to the first one but i don't feel that they're going to i feel it they're gonna to fumble the bag the whole dmz thing sounds way too good to be true yeah the dmz uh, mode sounds way too like good for cod yeah but, but yeah, I just I'm just curious you know, Xbox. Given like, the track record of COD trying to copy other games is like pretty there's, bad. There is a rumor that the new the alpha is coming out in August for COD. The new COD game. Yeah, and Starfield being delayed to twenty twenty three, like we said, Bethesda's uh big piece. I no, I mean, I'm curious, Xbox fans. That's all. Uh, the rumor is also going around that uh, next month there will be a Sony showcase that will uh, drop the release date for God of War Ragnarok. Oh man, that's, don't don't do that to me, Will. That's <laughs> like that's what people are like speculating. I can't say that's going to be true, but it would be nice. Oh man, I you know I would be that I would be over the moon if that happened. I, I just really want to. Then the last piece crazy put on the uh, board here is Summer Games Fest being announced for June the 9th, which will be yeah. in about a about two or three weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> two or three weeks from June 9th. But I assume if Sony's making a showcase, I assume they're going to be around that as well. And I believe Crazy also put on the board Face Clan and Naruto oh, yeah. Shippuden are uh, collaborating. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited to see what happens. To fucking, I want to see the designs at least. I'm probably not going to buy anything because Face Clan's apparel is expensive as hell. But I do want to see, like, I'm a big Naruto fan now. <laughs> Curiously enough. I haven't watched Shippuden, but I do want to see, like, what, what what they have going on there. Let's see. And uh, one topic that we made sure to save for closer to the end of the podcast mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, this has been all over the internet. This has been all over the internet for the last, like, three, four days or so. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, the shooting that happened in Buffalo over the weekend. It's a terrible thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, my condolences to the families and the community that yeah. have to... Uh, deal with the uh, aftermath of that. I feel terrible for all of those people. And it's, I hope they so, can find some uh, some uh, some uh, uh, semblance of peace, so to speak. I, I, it's, it's such a terrible thing to hear about. And yes. I, I, my condolences as well to the family and the community. And, 
Yeah, like 10 people, like over 10 people were gunned down in a uh, Buffalo, New York shooting, uh, like shooting at a uh, supermarket. And uh, the shooter decided to uh, stream, live stream the event on Twitch and Facebook, as well as using Discord to plan the uh, entire thing. And a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the media was, uh, I wouldn't say the media, I'd say more so the politicians were trying to shift a lot of blame onto Twitch for the event happening. And I find that, I find that absurd. Yeah. Considering Twitch uh, shut down the stream within two minutes of uh, all the craziness going down. And has actively been going after people trying to rebroadcast the uh, footage as well as making their uh, statement saying that Twi- that they, of course, Twitch doesn't condone violence in any manner and work as quickly as possible to take it down. They did take it down within a couple of minutes of the uh, shooting starting and all the reports flooding in. Whereas uh, Facebook uh, did not, you know, let the whole thing uh, go down unadulterated on a uh, live format. But I just wanted to uh, touch on how dumb it is that they're trying to blame Twitch. Because, like, Twitch isn't, like, Twitch isn't the problem here. Twitch was just, uh, Twitch was just a service that was abused by a uh, bad faith actor. That's all Twitch is in this instance. Twitch didn't red pill this kid and tell him to fucking do it. You know, Twitch streamers weren't telling him to do the stuff. That would be a different fucking context if Twitch streamers were like telling this kid a bunch of racist rhetoric that he was like taking in because it was a uh, it was a racially motivated crime, by the way, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. If you haven't been keeping up, uh, everyone should know. It was a racially motivated crime. Uh, his 100-plus uh, page manifesto said a bunch of uh, dumb shit about, uh, you know, white people being bred out of existence, which is just a bunch of stupid oh. fuckery. Like, I don't believe... Uh, uh, I, I don't believe in any of that fucking white supremacy bullshit. Like, man, everyone, everyone's equal. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why people... It's like, come on, bro. I don't know why tragedies like this happen when people have that. All men are created equal. It's just so sad, man, that people are getting gunned down based on the color of their skin. It's so sad. But to implicate Twitch as a, uh, you know, as a uh, guilty party in this is uh, really bad, really dumb. I feel like Twitch did a better job than they had before the last time uh someone committed a uh, hate crime via you know twitch was a german synagogue i believe was uh you know was a location for a a mass shooting that was streamed on twitch and the response time wasn't as quick they learned from that and they put it to use there. They banned the guy within a couple of minutes from what I've heard. And they've been actively taking down rebroadcasts and uh, and basically mm-hmm. taking down the footage so that people, you know, don't share it all over the Internet. 
This is Whereas this is, Facebook didn't like, take it down at all. Like I think I think people need to realize that Twitch just was just Discord also came out with their statement because you know the kid planned it in yeah. a uh, Discord server somewhere, and Discord's cooperating with law enforcement and investigating on their end as well. But I just find it, like I said, I just find it really mm-hmm. fucking stupid that people are like framing it as framing Twitch's like involvement in all of this on a whole like different level. I, I, where they're, I just where like it. where they're trying to put Twitch at fault in a way, yeah, which is not the case. People, Twitch, people was, Twitch is a, Twitch is like the number one live streaming media like platform that there is as the has the most users out of any like dedicated live streaming platform in, I think the, we'll, in western society and this is this is what i think like i think people need to realize twitch was used as a platform for this for what he yeah. did twitch was a service twitch, that was abused by a bad face twitch, actor as i couldn't control earlier. what that person was doing or what twitch couldn't control it and they they tried they did the best that they could with what they did the best that they could. They took it down in two minutes. They uh, they're making yeah. sure that they're taking down any anyone that's trying to re-upload the footage. Yeah, like it'd be it, a different story it, if Twitch like, were if uh, if Twitch streamers were like big Twitch streamers, say XQC, were like feeding racist rhetoric to to hundreds of uh, thousands mm-hmm. of impressionable young minds. And actually converting them onto some dumb shit like this and something happened, that would be a whole different story. But in this instance, Twitch is a platform, a service that is being abused by a bad faith actor because it is the number one service. And then Facebook as well, because Facebook has a lot of ease of access. But it's just, it's just fucking dumb, man. That, that they're trying to put blame on Twitch, and they've also been throwing the uh, shade at gaming again. Here we go. One more, one more fucking time. One more uh, fucking time. Gaming causes video, video violent video Ryan. games cause violence. Like no, no. This one hundred six page manifesto. I don't believe. In Dude, any point, said, just said, uh, Fort, like, I don't think it was like Fort. I don't think he ever was like Fortnite told me to hate black people or something. Yeah, like, dude, please, like if, if someone out there has read the entire manifesto and it does verbatim say Fortnite made me hate black people, please correct me on that. I want to fucking hear it. Like I, I want to hear it because I ha- I, do, I have not seen anything of the of the. Uh, I think the show that video games don't cause violence. Like there was I a direct chart of uh, video game revenue per capita compared to uh, mass shooting violence per capita. Japan, you know, like Japan and North South Korea have higher uh, video game uh, revenue per capita than us because they're yeah. smaller countries. Yeah. And then you know the United States being third, and. Who do you think has the highest uh, bar on that graph for the uh, mass shooting per capita? It's the U.S. But that's yeah. just because, you know, gun laws are a lot more lax mm-hmm. here than they are in other countries. This There's a under, there's a different issue that needs to be tackled there 
that will be we're very not, not political and very hard to dive into. We're not going we're, to. We're not, we're not going to. No. We're not going to. The case that. being that we're ma- the the point that we're making is that video games are not doing this. Video yeah, games but- aren't red pilling people. If anything, bad parenting is more to blame than fucking video games or Twitch in this instance. We've I, all seen where bad parenting leads you. Look at motherfucking Christian. That's where bad parenting will lead you if no. you let it go. If you let things get that bad. Okay. Uh, another Christian instance will uh, pop up again or one of these. And it honestly, at the end of the day, comes down to uh, parents having to teach their children how to uh, behave properly. Like, really, it really comes down to that at the end of the day. The parents need to be more at fault than fucking Twitch or video games do. It's not like the video games are telling this kid, hey, black people are bad and whatever. Like, no, the video games are not saying that. Get your fucking. Are, I don't know if politicians are the ones that are saying this, but they if people are using this to blame video games instead of actually trying to fix the fucking problem at hand right now with everything that's going on. They're, they're just projecting. They're just projecting and trying to find a, a solution to a problem that needs to be focused on more instead of focusing on telling people that video games are the one that are causing this type of violence. Because yeah, I assure you, it is not. It is not. I have never once seen a person in my fucking life tell me personally that video uh, that a video game convinced them to become racist or sexist in any way, shape, or form. I have never seen it personally. I've never seen it either. I've never seen video, video games convert someone's beliefs in such a drastic fucking way as to lead them to do something as fucking abhorrent and terrible as this. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like I said, they're just projecting it on onto video games, slapping that fucking uh, that slapping that card on instead of actually focusing on what is actually happening. It's like, so like like I stated before, parent like uh, if anything, hey, the man. parents need to be investigated more so than the video games and Twitch because I feel that there could have been some step, you know, like step down the, down the line where the parents could have said, you know, took a little Billy out there. I'm I'm not saying the guy's name at all, by the way, by the way, this is a uh, complete euphemism. I'm not going to say the guy's name. He doesn't deserve any sort of fame from this. But say parents should take little Billy and uh, have the talk to him about uh, about girls, about how uh, you should talk to girls and, you know, and how to make friends. Uh, You got to you got to set your kids up for success in a uh, social sense. You got to get your kids into some activities where they're going to be making friends. Video mm. games, on the other hand, are a very great way to do that. They're very, 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 a very great medium to I've, I've, make friends. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we've we've literally met a, a lot of good people on like just by playing fucking video games. It, it does not cause violence at all. If anything, it helps you with your social skills. Literally, the, the gaming is like the fucking nexus where 
all of us in Rogue AI have met each other through and, gaming, including Crazy and I. Yeah, through gaming oh, and oh. Twitch. Like and, being used as a hub for you know more positive interaction, and not you know uh, a breeding ground for uh, incels. Uh, I don't think that's the. Uh, I don't think that's what gaming is about. Like you know, mm-hmm. gaming is a great way to make friends, but you know you got to set yourself up. You got to set your kids up for success yeah. in an IRL sense as well. Yeah. Like you just gotta put your you gotta put them in situations where they'll learn the skills that they need to socialize properly and build relationships and have relationships with women with men whatever they're attracted to like it doesn't matter man it's like you gotta build the skills you gotta set your kids up for success by building those skills in some way you can't just fucking sit them in front of something and forget it's so and sad. Then let the, and, you know, you can't like set them in front of a computer and let them for, let them fucking go wild because you will find more bad faith actors on the internet in an echo chamber talking to each other like a uh, Discord server or fucking poll on 4chan or some dumb fuckery like that. You know, spewing uh, misinformation and hate speech in all kinds of wacky fucking weird directions that will like effectively red pill these kids and make them think they're fucking enlightened by some dumb fuckery from other people that don't have those experiences as well because their parents didn't fucking establish that with them. It just boggles mm-hmm. my motherfucking mind, bro. It really and it's does. Sad. It's, it's really sad that it's such a tragic thing that's happening. Yeah, and I do feel that and not helped find a solution and being it's not helped, it's not being helped finding a solution for what the actual root of the problem is and instead everyone's just blaming it on, on, on video games. It's just sad that it's such a tragedy thing like that. Uh, it's not getting the, the help that it needs to actually find the root of the problem. That's what I'm trying to really say here. I'm sitting here wondering if uh, down the line we're going to get demonetized or <laughs> or age-restricted because of this fucking passionate discussion. But it needs to be said. It needs to be said. It really does. This shit really needs to be said. Twitch and video games are not mm. the fucking nail, the heads, you know, the heads of the nails that you need to be hitting with the fucking hammer of justice. You need to swing the hammer of justice maybe somewhere the fuck else. Take that shit to another treehouse or another fucking construction site and start swinging away because like the fucking numbers and like the numbers and uh, everything don't back up the repeated old dead assumptions that video games cause violence. The fucking numbers really are not there. Uh, they've they've done research on it so much. The numbers are not there, dude. It's not cause violence. Wow, it's, it's parenting. It's really more parenting, and the way that kid grew it's up. Par- yeah, it's like parenting and the environment around that person. Like, and and that's why I brought parenting up because, like, literally, a lot of these issues can be solved by parents. Uh, set you know, giving their kid a chance of a chance for success. By talking to them. 
by talking to them and you know getting their kids in a you know in a in a social environment where it's healthy yes. and you can learn instead of like the, the social circle that probably this guy was where it was just all hate speech and 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 like literally like like, yeah. like you know you can take little billy to fucking basketball tryouts and he can you know he can play basketball and fucking learn how to be a team player instead of sitting at home on his computer on r slash whatever an r slash whatever on fucking reddit and uh and i'm not really saying if there's an r slash whatever on reddit it's probably not about this but r slash what the what the fuck ever and and have an echo chamber of fucking misinformation and hate speech put onto him by some mm-hmm. random individuals on the internet who are also fucking devoid of morals in just the same way. That's where the focus should be put in some of these uh, echo, echo chambers of negative speech, like negative like ideas and hate speech. That needs to be focused more on than like video games and mm-hmm. fucking Twitch. Because... Because video games and Twitch also set the fucking, uh, you know, the culture in both of those have uh, set, you know, standards to, you know, to not be tolerant of uh, those types of beliefs. Yeah. And, yeah, video game, like video gaming, you know, gaming still has a long way to go as far as, uh, as far as like misogyny goes, but we're not going to have that discussion here today, but we are, you know, gaming is making a lot of uh, strides for uh, acceptance all around. You know, it's nice to see. You can see, you can see it in like different types of games as well, but you can see the representation for all kinds of marginalized groups in games coming. Now it's nice to see, but, but still it's just like, you know, video the gaming and Twitch aren't the communities where this shit happens. Like, that's a different place. You you're looking for the wrong joints, man. The wrong place. Yeah, you're looking at the wrong place and That's all I have to say about that. I I'm done with that fucking rant. Like Yeah. yeah it's basically just... a huge fucking L for these politicians uh trying to blame Twitch and video games big fucking L for them because that's not the case man like literally it's, it's so fucking stupid it is but uh but yeah since uh we may or may not get pushed out on the algorithm here you may want to share this podcast to all of your friends so that they can uh listen if you enjoy this podcast that is as Thank well you as guys. dropping a like and a uh, nice juicy comment, we can. Well, I'd love to field some comments uh, for questions to answer on future podcasts, as well as on Twitter yes. at Rogaya Unleashed, the yes, works so Twitter. We have yeah. been using that as a uh, Twitter account for the podcast, as well as the organization for the last like, yeah. three or four weeks. And if you do have questions, just drop them below either in the comments. Uh, in the comments, as Will said, or on Twitter. And we yes. will definitely see them in the next episode. Uh, be sure to follow uh, us on Twitter at willtobe 674 and Crazy with a new Twitter at at UI Crazy. Yeah, on, that, the, 
at you are crazy underscore. Yep. At you are crazy underscore crazy is also on Twitch at as uh, you are crazy. Yeah. And you can always follow the org at R-A-I Unleashed. Yeah. R-A-I Unleashed. Because yeah. we couldn't get the full name out there on Twitter. Uh, hopefully Elon comes in and uh, lengthens the character limit for uh, names. Maybe. <laughs> but we're going to have all the links below for everything we've mentioned, as well as uh, ways to reach out on Twitter. The Discord server for our org, that will be in the uh, description below as well. If you want to join the Rogue AI Discord. And communicate and have fun with uh all of our members and, and the I community. Want to reiterate, you don't have to be in the actual org to be in the Discord server. Yes, you it's a community be, Discord. Yeah, you don't have to be actually a member of the org. Like we'd love to see you guys come through and hang out, but until next time, uh thank you guys for listening to this episode of Rogue AI podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and share for us if you will, because I don't think this one's going to get pushed on the algorithm due to that little rant. <laughs> so please give us all the gas that you can in the form of likes, likes, comments, and and sharing. We love, we love the support. We do appreciate the listener support that we get currently but you can never really uh go wrong trying to ask for more but <laughs> thank you so much for watching we appreciate all of you for the support uh you want to uh, any, any final yeah. this you have sir uh yes praise the lamp <laughs> oh, and no. goodbye everybody goodbye <laughs>